Hello there and welcome to Captivate Insider. This is episode number 32 and a warm welcome to 2023. I hope you're keeping well and safe and that you're already thinking about smashing through your podcast goals for this year. I hope you had a good and lovely safe Christmas and you saw in the new year and everything's good. Hope you got some family time or you did whatever you, you want to do uh, to give you some downtime and, and some R&R at the end of 2022. And uh, this is our first episode back. We took some extended time away to um, to have some time out. First and foremost, it's been a 2022 was a really busy year for all of us at Captivate, and 2023 is looking pretty much the same. So we're already working on some very cool features over at Captivate to make sure that uh, you, as the content creator, is is making the most out of your time and your workflow. Uh, when you host with Captivate, so you can concentrate on doing this stuff, which is the the best bit, right? Which is creating the content and having a good time uh, making your podcast. So last year, we uh, I was joined by Sarah, our SEO manager, Sarah McDowell, and we went through the this concept of you don't have to wait until the very last bit of of, of the year, or even the first bit of the year, to get your goals set out and everything uh, rocking and rolling for the, the year ahead. And so I hope after listening to that one, you you put some ideas down at least. And um, we gave you some cool advice actually on how to structure your upcoming year and um, uh, what you want to achieve with your podcast in terms of the number of goals and keeping it simple and uh, and and keeping it trackable. More importantly, so I hope, fingers crossed, at this point in January, mid January, you've at least got the next six months worth of stuff mapped out that you want to achieve so we're going to be doing that same thing as we go through 2023 just making sure that you're keeping track of your goals and uh and and um achieving what you want to achieve with your podcast because sometimes uh it can be very easy to fall into a little bit of um uh, a cycle where you're just uh going through the motions it happens to all of us it's happened to me on a couple of my podcasts uh, at various points over the years where you're you're, you still want to do it. You still, you know, want you want to podcast about whatever, whatever subject you're talking about, but you feel like there's a number of episodes or a period of time where you're, you're just sort of, as I said, going through the motions. So that's the last thing you want because, although there's nothing wrong with that and that's okay, for some people it can be difficult to pull yourself out of that. And then before you know it, you start skipping episodes and you start to to lose the enthusiasm and the bug, as it were. So, um, yeah, we're here to help you with that. So um, for those of you that have uh, listened for a while, then welcome back. For those, if you're a new listener to to Captivate Insider, uh, basically the, the theme of the episode is I grab one of our team members and I pull them out of their day and we, we talk about some of the cool stuff that we're working on at Captivate. Or if we can't talk about that stuff, then we will talk about either podcasting tips uh, stuff to get your podcast off the ground, stuff to progress your podcast and grow, which is what we're all about at Captivate anyway. And we also throw in some industry news and stuff. And we're going to be doing more of that stuff as we go through 2023. So my other colleague um, who's based out in Canada, our uh, uh, customer support lead, Danny, um, we, him and I are going to be working out very shortly some regular episodes to talk about industry news and things that are going on uh, in the wider podcast sphere the podverse the podcast verse whatever you want to call it so this episode number 32 i'm going to be joined by sarah sarah mcdowell our seo manager and we're going to be talking about it's kind of linked into the stuff that we spoke about in the last episode about getting all of your goals sorted out for this year and rocking and rolling on a regular basis and checking that stuff it's kind of linked to that it's essentially talking about upgrading your your podcast by implementing that one thing that you've been thinking about for ages or you've seen other podcasts other content creators doing on their podcasts and you've thought that looks very cool or oh, that sounds very cool I'd, i, I want to try that on my podcast but for whatever reason you've just let it run and run and run for weeks or months and it's probably sitting on a list somewhere or it's in your head it's jumbling around every time you have a shower we go for a walk it's kind of there in your head and you're thinking yeah i'm, I'm going to do that this week or on this episode i'm going to I'm going to try that thing out, but you just don't do it. So we're going to give you some, first of all, we're going to give you some 
some tips and advice on how to actually get that stuff implemented. And secondly, a bunch of ideas on what you can do to grow your podcast. Now, if you're a new podcaster, you can still implement this stuff. Um, if you've had like five episodes out the door, or if you've had 500 episodes, it doesn't matter. Uh, we're just going to give you a bit of a a bit of a kick, kick up the backside and how to do that and um, and some cool stuff that you can try. So without further ado, let's crack on with 2023 and episode 32. Let's bring Sarah on and uh, let's get that chat rocking and rolling. So here we go. Enjoy. Joining me on Captivate Insider for episode number 32, it is Sarah McDowell, our SEO manager. She's back again for like, I don't know, the fifth, sixth time on the show. You just can't stay away, can you? I just can't stay away. A song just came into my head then. Guess who's back, 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 back again. again. I like it. I like it. I think <laughs> you did that, that before. <laughs> Maybe that's the intro music for me next time. Oh, you want your own bit of intro music? I mean, oh, okay. I'm, I'm being a princess now, but... Uh... Yeah, yeah. That's cool, though. You did that before with a different song, I'm sure, when you came on. You said a song's coming to my head and we had a little sing-song. Maybe that's, that's what I'll do each time I come on get a song in somewhere people will look forward to the apps that you're on then exactly you know yeah give the we'll people what they the, want uh, we'll look at the analytics and people are only listening for like 10 seconds of an episode <laughs> and it's the music that they're singing along to and that's it oh well happy 2023 dude happy 2023 it does make me laugh uh because there's always debates of like how long you can say happy new year for right Yes, I've got a thought on this. Go if you've on. not seen the person in person yet, I think you can say it. Okay, here's a question. Mm-hmm. What if you don't see that person until like later on in the year though? <laughs> no, I think this I think that grace period only extends throughout January, I think. Okay. I think the cap is is there 31 days in Jan. Well, there's that there is. there's yes, that there uh, <laughs> month song, isn't there? 30 yeah. days has September. Yes, so I think up until the 31st of Jan, I think you're all good to to keep saying Happy New Year if you've not seen that person yet. So you and I have only conversed over our um, work chat app. Yes, this is true. So this is the first time that we've face-to-face had a chat, so I think it's completely reasonable. Can we still say it? Right, here's another question. In person, then, because obviously this is virtual. If I see you in January in person, am I allowed to say Happy New Year again, or have we kind of covered that basis now? I don't think so. No, I think that's overkill because pre pandemic, when not as many people were using um, video chat and Zoom and all the rest of it, then they would have only have seen each other in person. But I think in today's world where you're having a, a chat on, on video. We're using Riverside in this uh, for Captivate Insider. I think over this, I think we are we are good to, to draw a line under the, we've done the Happy New Year. Okay. I'm I think glad, it's good. I'm glad we got that sorted and I'm sure our listeners are glad. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, this is one of, we've, we've thrown you a tip early. It's like, engage with your listeners via the Happy New Year and then, you know, if you see them face to face, you can do away with the formalities because you've already done it. There you it's go. It's all good. Yeah. We're here to help you. Always. Yes. Thank you for job for uh, for joining me and hopping on for thirty two. I know you're busy. How's uh, how's Captivate Life so far? It's it, I mentioned in the intro, which you haven't heard yet, which I've done bit timey wimey. You listen to it afterwards. But I mentioned that 2022 was a really busy year for us and 2023 is looking much the same. So uh, are you out of the traps nice and quick, just cracking on big projects? Yeah, so there's quite a few new projects that we're we're launching with, um, which is always good, right? It's good to start the new year with Mm -hmm. new projects and new things that you can get your teeth stuck into. So, yeah, um, so quite a few internal projects campaigns mm-hmm. quite a few events as well which good. is always exciting isn't it yeah. um so yeah we've got a busy roadmap really for this year much like we had last year which will yeah. be good and we'll be out to some events this year so next yeah if anyone's listening in the us and you're off to podfest next week 
you'll bump into our co-founders, Mark and Kieran. They'll be there. I think Mark's doing a talk. Mm-hmm. And uh, the rest of the time they are um, catching up with all the people that they haven't seen in a few years. Because um, those guys, I think they pretty much lived on planes, right, for the first um, first couple of years of, of setting up Captivate. And even before that, for a few years, they were just everything. Yeah. <laughs> so with the pandemic and everything, they haven't been out. And they've also had life changes. They've had kids since then and moved and done stuff. So the adulting. Yeah, Adult stuff, basically, yeah. They're not kids anymore, those two. They've done their messing about playing with computers and microphones. Now they're now they're adulting and they're they're gonna be off doing that stuff. So if you're if you're at Podfest in Orlando next week, make sure you go and say hi and uh tell them how brilliant the Captivate Insider podcast is. I'm sure they'll they'll love the feedback. And then you and I, we were talking earlier, we're off um to at least a couple of events this year, right? So we've got the big one in august so we're back out to podcast movement i believe yes which is in denver colorado the old rockies the old rockies yeah yeah that'll be good and then we will probably end up doing a couple of the smaller ones like we did last year as well so we yeah. we'll, I imagine we'll, we'll do a couple of those in the year oh we've got the podcast show right in london That's what i was going to say po- podcast show london because they Yay. started last year and for their first year it was pretty impressive wasn't it mm, it was very good like it was good to see the different sponsors and people who came along and the different people within the industry, um, seeing what they had to offer. But they had some big names as well, some big names from podcasters, but also they had interesting topics as well that they were covering. So, yeah, I was very impressed by Podcast Show London. I feel like for the first one, they did pretty, pretty good. They did. Yeah, normally with those things... Um, my experience with those sort of things is m- more so with things like Comic-Con and things like that. So for Donkey's years, the, the, our US friends did uh, Comic-Cons way better than we did. And a lot of the events that we had in the UK, they start really small. And then if they take off, then they start to grow and stuff. But with that one, you know, in terms of the podcasting industry, they just went big, like straight off the bat. They it did. was like, we'll have all the big peeps there. So who was there? So it was Spotify, Amazon. Mm. Um, Apple with it, you know, loads BBC of big players. Sounds, BBC, yeah. And uh, yeah, it was just very, very cool. So I imagine it'll be much of the same because it's at the same venue and everything. So I imagine it'll be very similar. But that's in June, is it? July? June, July? One of the two, I think. Could Who be knows? One. I mean, people can Google it. Yeah. Can I do a little self promo? Of course. Go for it. So I'll be doing an online event in February, so the beginning of February. So I'll be talking about podcast SEO, which is exciting, isn't it? So yeah, I'll be doing an online event for Mike's podcasting club. Um, So yeah, if you Google that, and I'm sure we can um, have a link in the show notes. Of course, yeah. (laughs) Just remember to send it to you. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so if you want to learn about how to increase your visibility when it comes to Google and podcast app directories and all that wonderful stuff, uh, then check that out. I believe it's free and it's online. So wherever you are in the world, you can come and join. So yeah, that's Mike's Podcasting Club um, in a couple of weeks time. So there's some internal promo. Lovely. Yeah, that's really cool. So last year when... Uh, we were at some events and Sarah was talking. So at Podcast Movement and uh, Courageous Content, uh, the Janet Murray uh, event up in Newcastle, when I heard, when I watched your talks on SEO, at first I'm like, oh, here we go. SEO. Here we go. That old dinosaur subject <laughs> that we used to talk about when Google first got his act together. and you know, But surprisingly, they were some of the best talks. That I, that I watched throughout oh. all of the, the the stuff to do with marketing and podcasting and all that stuff. So I'm looking forward to your to your talks this year as well. Appreciate that. Genuinely well, I think, am, yeah. I think people, because you've got to think about your podcast discoverability, right? So any way that you can do that. And so back in 2019, Google announced that they're indexing podcasts right so it's a no-brainer and yeah so if you can increase 
the opportunities or the different ways that people can come across you. So not just when they're browsing in the podcast app, because people might not even know they want to listen to a podcast, right? Uh, so SEO is so, and it's, yeah, it's, it's important. And also <laughs> it's not that hard. You just need to know what you're doing. But anyway, mm-hmm. I won't get too much on my SEO. Um, <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Somebody platform. put 50p in Sarah. <laughs> yeah. And now we've got hours of... Uh, <laughs> Hours of SEO. SEO. Talk. SEO. SEO. Um, I jest, of course. If you can get to Sarah's, we will stick a link in the show notes. Absolutely. If you can get to Sarah's talk, it's online, did you say? Yeah. It's online. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. For free. So go and check it out. And I think it's UK time. It's in the evening. So even if you're sort of US or wherever you are in the world, because it's in the evening, you should be able to join as well because that's always a fun thing, isn't it? Different time zones. <laughs> Very good. Yes. Okie dokie. Well, we're all good by the sound of it, which is great. A good way to start the year. No complaints, no problems, which is good. On this episode, the theme is, before I say what that is, let's do a follow on from the last episode that you and I did. And that was, it was coming up to the end of the year. And we were talking about not waiting until the very end of the year or the beginning of January to get your podcast goals set in place for the year ahead and we spoke about the best way to do that and how to structure your goals and how to sort of move them into manageable chunks and some ideas on stuff to do so this is kind of a follow-up to that but it's a bit more of a uh, a direct thing and it's all about just trying out that one thing that you've wanted to do with your podcast that you just haven't done for whatever reason and it could be you've um You've, you've heard another podcast, maybe in your niche or just a, another podcast in general, and you've listened to an episode and you thought, oh, that's, I love that they did that. That's very cool. It could be something like a cross-promo trailer drop, or it could be um, you know, a particular segment where, where they've had a guest on and you thought, oh, I'd love to have a guest on my podcast. Or it could be that you've just done some general research over the last few months or the last year. And you've just come across an article, maybe a blog post or something like that, where somebody has recommended you do this with your podcast. And you do that inevitable thing where you write it down or you do, you put it on a list somewhere and you're like, right, okay, I'm definitely going to put that or try that out on my podcast. And it just sits on the list and stuff like that. So I thought, what better time to try and test something out and, and use your podcast as a bit of a test bed, if you like. Um, what better time to do that than January? Because I don't want to fall into the trap like we all do at times with January. It's like new year, new me. <laughs> I'm going to do all of these things and you you never do half of them and stuff like that. However, January is a good time because it is. if you followed the advice and tips on our last episode about structuring your goals and what you want to achieve this year, this kind of slots in nicely into that because... Um, as we spoke about those, how you structure those things, January is very much your um, your kind of uh, your research, explore exploration kind of phase, if you like, for your for your show. So, do you agree, yes or no, that um, sometimes it's cool to to treat your podcast as a bit of a test every now and then? And I mentioned this in the intro that um, it's really easy sometimes to to run your podcast and then at times feel like you're kind of just going through the motions where you're still kind of enthusiastic um, and you don't want to bin your podcast off. But at the same time, you're not really firing on all cylinders like you are at, at, at some point. So not every podcast is like that, but sometimes we all get into that phase where we just have a little pocket of time and it's those phases and january i think um where you can just look at your podcast as a bit of an experiment almost Hmm. so yay or nay from you yay a big fat yay we should be trying different things with our podcast right because it should be an experiment we shouldn't just be okay we've got this certain process we're doing it this way because uh, you're you're missing out on opportunities, right? And we should all be testing. And and things change all the time. Like for example, 
what might worked really well last year might not be the same nowadays. Like, for example, I hear loads of people complaining about Twitter, right? So since um, good old Elon took over Twitter, uh, people have been sort of saying that their posts or reach or um, they're just not seeing what they used to see in their feeds and stuff. Um, and I've noticed it. So like back in the day, my certain posts and tweets were getting really good engagement and that has changed. And th that will happen not just because of Elon. Let's not just <laughs> blame Elon Musk, right? Uh, but things wow. do change. <laughs> things change in the digital arena. Like people get bored of stuff they want to try new stuff so we need to be flexible we need to be adaptable because if we're not then you run into a trap of being a bit stagnant and if you're not trying new things and you're just sticking to the same old same old you're not going to see a growth you're not going to see an upward trend because yeah like it just mm -hmm. logistically or like logically, sorry, not logistically, logically, it just didn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. And uh, old Musk, yeah, he's got a lot to uh, answer for. I mean, I'm sure he's going to listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, so let's agree then that it's, it's not just at this point in time. The reason why I say January is because um, it's normally because you're coming off the back of some downtime. That's yes. why I look at it. So it's not just January for the sake of of January, but um, you've like hopefully you've had a bit of a break over Christmas and New Year, and so you're just getting back into the swing of a routine, I guess. And um, so it it the the potential risk or the impact of upsetting the apple cart isn't as great because you're just getting back into the swing of it anyway. So that's why um, I mentioned January. But yeah, you're absolutely right. I think um, not isolated to this point in in the year you we should be trying out new things at any point it doesn't matter if it's um january or not um there is a word of caution though i think that comes with that before our listener goes off and tries a million things um every week throughout 2023 and that is you if you do make a change or if you, you try something new on your podcast you do need to let that run for a while to measure that stuff right so if you go back to not the episode that Sarah and I did previously, but the one before that, I think, which was focused um, specifically around SEO for your podcast. Sarah mentions a couple of cool tools. I think we dive into, um, uh, I think it's uh, Amazon. Is it Amazon Podcasts or, or no, uh, Google Podcast Manager? Yes. Yes. Um, if you dive into a tool like that where you can monitor your your analytics, or even if you host with Captivate, we've got a really cool um, detailed suite of analytics you can um, see how things are working for you but the 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 thing that we find with especially new podcasters is that there's a bit of a knee-jerk reaction where you try something you let it run for two weeks and then you stop doing it or yeah. you try another thing and stuff like that so just a, uh, an air of caution around this stuff if you're going to try something new an experiment all good thumbs up but don't just um don't uh think that something's not working where you haven't given it a long enough run i mm. guess is the best way to put it so um how long is that run that's down to you but it's generally you know at least you know we've got some really cool tips coming up um of some of some cool things that you can try uh and get rocking on your on your show which we'll go through in a minute but um yeah about a month maybe two months do you reckon i reckon a good few months yeah because yeah. you're trying something new right and your audience needs to get familiar with that and see the new stuff that you're trying out um so yeah definitely a good few months and ultimately um the more data you have and the more time you test then the better insights that you're going to have so i mean you could sort of say okay over the year and i don't know what you think about this but you could split it up into quarters mm. and you could say okay each quarter i'm going to try something new okay yeah so every few months yeah. <clears throat> yeah so then what you can do is then so that would mean that you're testing four things in that year and then you'll have three this is where my maths doesn't <laughs> add up so then you'll have at least three months won't you of like testing something and trying something um and yeah and that feels manageable as well doesn't it like testing yeah, four things yeah, a year yeah. every quarter 
that doesn't seem too daunting either. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. And then, but what I would also say is bin it if it's not working for you. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Don't just keep, (laughs) don't just keep doing it because you started it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There is a, a, a mindset around that. It's the completionist mindset. Okay. Which is, um, you find this with a lot of video gamers where, um, with a, especially big open world style video games where you've completed the main story, but there's a bajillion side quests to do before you 100% the game. And even if you're not enjoying the game, you're still playing it because you want to get the, the 100%. So the completionist side of your brain, you do need to forcibly turn that off yes. if you've tried something, but it's not working. So that's, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So I really like that idea, dude. So once a quarter, try something. And we're not talking about anything specific that will take up your entire schedule either. This could be something pretty small, or it could be something that completely changes your workflow, whatever it is. Um, yeah, try it, try it for a few months. Yeah. And I think you've okay. got to be realistic, haven't you? So mm. obviously, we're all going to have different amounts of time that we can spend. And I mean, I think we've covered this on another um, on previous episodes, but I think um, something that we all fall, podcasters tend to fall in the trap of is they spend more time on the editing, the producing, don't they, getting it out than they do on the promotion and getting people listening, right? Um, so yeah, so that's caveat one. Uh, but also be realistic because you don't want to set yourself up for a fail. So have a look and be like, okay, I have this many hours a week that I can spend, what can I realistically try? Because there's no point setting yourself something that's unrealistic because then you're just going to feel pants because (laughs) you've not, um, yeah, you've not reached it, right? So while you're setting these goals, be realistic with your time and be like, okay, this is how much time I've got for this. What can I realistically get done? Um, And you've also don't want to do a half job either, right? So pick something that, you can actually get done in that time um, and you can get done well. So, yes, yeah. Yes, good point. Be realistic. I've fallen foul of that myself. <laughs> I think we all do. A few do. years ago, yeah. I mean... Well, you've, yeah, you get excited, don't you? That's yeah. the thing. That's You get excited about wanting to try something and... I mean, when I yeah. put together my like to-do list for the week, you always think you can achieve much more than you actually can uh, because what we forget is there's obstacles that pop up. There's other things that you get pulled off on to do in like, I don't know, like, yeah, maybe something pro- crops up with your podcast that you need to jump off one task to do another and things take longer as well. Um, especially like, say, for example, someone needs to reschedule a podcast interview, right? These things can pop up all the time. So, yeah. Be realistic and give yourself Indeedy. a break as well. <laughs> Indeedy, yes. This is why you're you're just a natural fit for these types of episodes. It's just bang, 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 tip after. <laughs> it's just so cool. It's because I've yeah. had my morning coffee, Gary. You've had your coffee. <laughs> okay, so um, get some stuff trying, get some... Try some stuff out on on your podcast. We're going to go through a list now. We've both put a few things together. Mm-hmm. Some cool things that you can try now. A few of these things are um, very small. You could just do, do it today. After you've listened to this episode, you can go and do that. Uh, other things are will take a little bit more time, but n- none of this stuff really is like really big. You know, it's going to take you a month to do anything like that. So um, there's a few things. So I think I've got about seven or eight things you've got about the same, it looks like. So, ladies first, kick us off then with your couple. Okay, my couple then. My first idea is content swaps, right? So I've heard quite a few people discussing this in the industry. And I think at Courageous Content, during a panel, uh, someone went into, into depth about this. So content swaps is where you find a podcast where you have a similar audience, okay? Um, The same similar audience and you content swap. So it is what it says on the tin. You give them an episode that they put on their podcast and vice versa. Um, Now you might 
run into some um, blockers here because I've had it in the past where it's like, now this is going to be a very UK reference, so I do apologise for people outside of the UK. But <laughs> someone was like, isn't that someone tuning it, wanting to tune into EastEnders, but getting Coronation in Coronation Street instead, <laughs> right? So they're different right. soaps, right? Different mm-hmm. TV dramas or whatever you call them, wherever you are in the world. Um, and that is a woofy, but you've just got to give context to that episode, right? So as long as you're given a reason and it could be like, hey, things are going to be a di- bit different for this episode. I came across this awesome topic and this awesome conversation on this podcast and I just had to share it with with you right so you're giving it context but what's really great about this idea is you're getting more content easily right a caveat you do have to record your bits either side to give it context um but you're tapping into each other's audience right um Mm -hmm. so and it's a great way of promotion because the listeners of the other podcast are going to trust what the hosts are kind of recommending. So it's sort of a no-brainer, right? Um, so, so yeah. And make sure that when you are reaching out, um, like, don't just be like, hey, let's do a content swap, <laughs> right? Um, have a look at some episodes and see where you could, like, um, swap right and give those as an option but also like any risks or anything that you could think that that person would be like no like for example my coronation street versus eastenders <laughs> like um address that as well so then all their risks are then mitigated right uh, so content swaps is my first very one cool. very cool i like it uh, another one is similar to content swaps is ad swaps uh okay. so obviously when <laughs> when you're looking at advertising in different people's podcasts, it can get pricey quite quickly, can't it? Mm. Because, yeah. Um, but what you've got to remember is you've got a platform that you can use to your advantage. So similar with the content swaps, why don't you do an ad swap? Yeah. Mm. So yeah. again, like say, okay, let's use each of those platforms, record an ad that we put out on each of those podcast and yeah and you don't have to pay then again you're opening up your audience and it's like a i'll scratch my back and if i if you scratch my no help me out with that saying (laughs) i'll scratch your back if you scratch mine i think you almost had it (laughs) nearly had it uh so yeah similar to content swaps but ad swaps right um so think outside of the box of like different ways and it's all about collaboration at the end of the day so not just being a guest on someone's episode but how you can like really make the most out of that um find a new avenue to talk target your audience so maybe there's a um a facebook group for example that you could be part of and start um talking to people forums like uh there's lots out there right so why not find a new avenue to target your audience, right? Do some research, find out where your audience is and don't just go in and be promo heavy because you're not going to be anyone's friend at the end of the day. Like take time to like actually, well, have conversations in these engage. forums, in these groups, yep. like engage with people, right? And then when it feels sort of natural or when it feels right for you to suggest an episode or something like that um then yeah like so always think of new ways of where is my audience where am i not tapping into what can i take advantage of that i'm not already so that's number three um do you want me to carry am i just carrying on yeah go on you're on you're on a roll i'm on a roll uh number four uh so test new things to share over social so you might have a social media process locked down like you've got this whole plan and you you have your launch and then a couple of days uh, on the day of the launch you do a certain thing a couple of days after um people might get a bit um i'm gonna use the word bored but a bit familiar with that especially if we've been doing it for quite some time so why not switch it up a little bit try something that you've not tried like not tried before so for example something that i've that i see a lot of um 
podcasts do is when they record, they record the video and then they do clips. Um, so have a go at doing that. And um, so I use Riverside and Riverside allow you to really quickly and easily do that because there's like a function within it and you can style it you can put your branding and your logo and you can actually like clip bits and stuff but just just test new things over social media like yeah um test different things to engage people like don't just stick to the same thing that you're doing because you're familiar with it have a go with different stuff and see and see what you can yeah yeah a very quick one on that um one which is very cool which i'm experimenting with myself this year is to make use of and you noted it on your list is uh twitter threads and that's a really good way of because normally on on twitter or whatever it is these days mastodon whatever you're on yeah it's um it's really it's really easy to just put a single tweet out that says hey my new episode has just dropped here's the link go and check it out and i've done that for years um but one thing that's very cool um, and I think our I think our boss Mark does this quite a lot when he uh, was rocking with um, the podcast Accelerator. Is he would do a Twitter thread, yeah, and do like I don't know, sort of six seven tweets within the thread that goes into a bit more information about um, the theme of the podcast episode and why he spoke about certain things and where you can go to get extra information. And then the final tweet is, and here's the episode that talks about this stuff. So it's a really good way of getting your listeners yeah. to um, to open them up to a bit more of the content and give them a bit of a sweetener about what's coming up in the episode. And it's also yeah. providing value on the platform that they're on, right? You're not asking yes. them to take an additional step to get something from you. So I've tested this and it worked It worked really well because what I was finding, um, so with the SEO mindset, we're talking about soft skills, personal growth. So we're covering lots of different topics like burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, right? Um, and there's low, it's really easy, especially if you've done a transcription, right? It's so easy just to like quickly pick stuff up out and like um, do a little bit of editing so it makes sense. Mm. But what I was finding was people were retweeting or commenting on like a specific bit of the thread that was relevant to them. Um, So that was helping because they were sharing that. That was then um, increasing who was seeing that Twitter thread and and things like that. And yeah, um, if you provide value, then it makes sense at the end. Like, hey, there's much more to this all you need to do is listen to this episode sort of thing so twitter threads is is a good one Mm -hmm. uh good one yeah good point um set a goal right so we said about (laughs) setting goals in our last one um but yeah so for example something that i want to try doing is making friends with potential sponsors right so interesting (laughs) obviously um it's a bit hard to just go straight in for the sell, right? Finding a potential sponsor and just being like, hey, can you sponsor the podcast, right? I think you need to, you're asking them for money at the end of the day. So you kind of need to warm them up. This is just my opinion. Um, You need to sweeten the deal. So (laughs) something that I want to do is get on the radar of different sponsors. So because it's the SEO mindset, for us, that would be um, SEO tools, right? Or mm-hmm. uh, digital marketing agencies. So I want to, and I think if I say, okay, I want to, in this quarter or this half of the year, I want to try and make friends with three potential sponsors and make sure that they're big enough to have the money to spend as well, because, yeah. Um, but yeah, if you get on their radar and you can start, that friendship and and have some sort of relationship or some sort of connection like comment on the stuff they're sharing or what have you then it when it comes up to oh we actually got a sponsor slot free it's like a it's much warmer than Mm. going in cold I don't know what you think to that I know it's a lot more work but yeah I mean I think that's really useful if you're if, if you if you want to build a long-term relationship with those sponsors as well i think um a lot of the time 
when sponsorship deals come about, it's very much a, um, you know, here's a six episode deal. We'll sponsor your episode, your podcast for six eps. And when it's done, it's like, oh, cool. Thank you. You know, that might be it. I think if you can actually build a relationship with somebody, then they're much more likely to come back around. Yeah. So sponsorships are becoming obviously, you know, a lot more common these days, especially for um, podcasts that have got big numbers and so on. have got a big, bigger reach. And uh, and I use that very, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, I don't use that as a very specific, that's, you can only get sponsors with big, big numbers. I'm not saying that, but just generally speaking, the, the 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 movement throughout the industry is that typically sponsors want the best return um for their for their money now that's something that i always talk to people who ask me about this is i use an example that you actually gave in one of your talks which was um somebody approached you and wanted to sponsor the seo mindset and they didn't even ask you what your download numbers were anything like that it was more around they were interested in you and you and your co-host and your message that you were giving yeah. out to people. So if you can um, build a relationship, that also creates trust. And it also creates a sense of, okay, well, you know, these people are engaging with me, not because they want my money. They're engaging because, I mean, don't get me wrong, that's an eventuality, hopefully. But they're engaging with me first and foremost, because they're either interested in what I do or what my company does. Or, you know, that sort of thing. So I think that's a great point, dude. I think instead of going in for the cold, hard sell, mm. which in some respects, there's nothing particularly wrong with no. that, depending on your, you know, your your business acumen and how you, you manage that stuff. But yeah, it, I think that's a great approach. And yeah. also remember that it, like you've got, it's not just your pre-mid and post that you can sell or give people for sponsors like you could give someone the whole episode for example yeah so yes if for yeah. example um you've got someone who's quite thought leadery thought leadery thought leadery thought love leadery. that one that's a new one you've got you've got a potential <laughs> you've got a potential sponsor who has something to say or they want to um i don't know they want to promote something or they want to talk about something like it's not just your pre-mid and post like use your platform be like you can have a whole episode mm-hmm. do, do you know what i mean and Definitely. the sweetener yeah. is and we can add it in your pre post do you know what so just think of of what you can offer them it's not just like on your podcast but other ways that they can get exposure so if you've got mm-hmm. a newsletter for example um mention we can whack you on there sort of thing so just think of all the because at the end of the day sponsors want exposure so think of all the ways that you have an audience and use that to your advantage when you're having these conversations um okay what else have we got find ways to refine your process so always look at ways that you can shave off time um like so for example I used to record an episode and then edit on a separate day. Whereas something that I'm going to do to refine is straight after I've recorded, I'm going to edit it then because obviously I've just recorded it. So I know like the big things that need to be edited out. And yeah, so that's just one example, but find ways that you Mm -hmm. can refine your process because anything that you can do that takes time away from putting together your podcast episodes, you're freeing up that time to promote and and things um and then what else have i got uh develop a skill so um for example yesterday we had the wonderful nick redman who was a voice coach and voiceover artist um she did a live youtube session which will be available in growth labs for those who use captivate but uh she was um, giving tips and warm-up exercises of how to make the most of your voice, right? So, like, there's loads of skills that you can be refining, getting better as a podcaster. So, your voice, interviewing skills, right? We can always get better at interviewing and what makes a good interviewer or even an interviewee. So, if your goal is, okay, I want to appear on more other people's podcasts, refine your skills and find ways that you can practice that, um and then my last two is recording a unique location uh so for example 
ours is the ours is an SEO podcast. The big conference that happens twice a year that all SEOs go to is Brighton SEO, right? What'd be really cool is to do a live recording at Brighton SEO because you've already got people there. Like, so you, do, you, do you know what I mean? They're already there. Mm-hmm. They're already under one one roof. Why don't you try recording a special bonus episode that's in a live location where you can get people joining in? Um, so yeah, I did have another one, but it's just gone out of my mind. Don't you hate that when that happens? Yeah, every time. But yeah. yeah while you're thinking, if you do think of it. Yeah. Um, I did that a couple of times with um, um, with a pop culture podcast that I did a, couple, a few years ago. Um it was like um, it was like geek culture and that sort of thing. And um, uh, I approached. There's a big comic book collectible uh, chain of stores here in the UK called Forbidden Planet, and I approached them and said, "Can we do a live podcast recording in your store?" Because they had a section in the store, their London mega store, where um, they reserve it for like book signings and stuff like that. I was like, "We only need a small space," and uh, yeah, we recorded a live episode. Uh, in Forbidden Planet, and we um, we interviewed people that, as they were coming through and got their opinions on what we were talking about, and it was really cool. It was a really really cool, and it did really well that episode as well. I remember back in the day, it got some pretty big numbers um, for awesome. that very reason. So yeah, yeah, that's a that's a really good one. Right, Hadn't my last two. Here we go. Um, I don't know if this was the original one that came into mind or <laughs> a new one. Repurpose your podcast episode. So this obviously helps with discoverability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yep. uh, repurpose your blog into, I don't know, like um, a shorter um, video or content series on social media, blog. Yeah. Um, you can also embed episodes onto blogs as well. So a nice way of like repurposing. Um, so that's one. And um, again, that thing has happened as I've just been oh, talking. No. The other thought has gone out of my head. But anyway, I'm going to shut up now because I feel like that's quite <laughs> a lot to go at anyway. No, that's very cool. No, no, I like that. So hopefully you've, you've noted some of that stuff down captivate inside a listener and i'm going to whiz through some so i've got some but i'm just going to whiz through um because there's some of them are similar to yours anyway so the first one the first couple are a few kind of techie things so uh, if you don't already have one for your podcast um it's really worth having a dedicated website for your podcast that way you can leverage all of the additional uh, tools that come with having a website most notably seo you'll be glad to hear sarah Yay! yes yeah, so um yeah, you can uh, you can leverage that, and also on your website, you've got a bit more. Um, you've got an ability to have a bit more um, input and sort of data collection from your listeners as well. So, um, if you're not hosting your podcast with Captivate, um, uh, make sure you you hop over, start a seven day trial. By the way, and you can you can spin up a website for free. It, you know, you can uh, import your show, or you can set up a new podcast, and then we generate a a, a website for you. It takes like ten seconds. You can choose your layout and your colors and customize it and everything, upload your logo and all that stuff. And what it does, it lists out all your episodes, obviously, so people can listen. But it also um, enables you to have like an email sign-up section. Yes. Uh, an about section about you and your as a host or your hosts. And, um, and uh, yeah, it's just a very cool thing. So a, a website dedicated to your podcast uh, is very cool if you've not done that already. The second one is... Uh, which kind of links to that, which I just mentioned, is to start building up an email list yes. of engagers. So that's a really good way of of marketing directly to people about your podcast. Not just the usual stuff like a newsletter that goes out that says, you know, a new episode has just landed. We mentioned that around the just doing that on social. But you can also do things like um, updates about the podcast. So you can send out content that's not related to an episode that's just landed but you can update people about what's happening with you what's happening with your content if you're going to events you can update people and say hey i'm going to be at this event yeah come say hi all that stuff and that's really powerful i mean that's nothing new we've been doing email lists for decades but you know it's still something that sort of gets uh, forgotten about now and then so um uh, so that's a good one. I think we've got some content on that on the blog, actually, on the Captivate blog. There's a resource about that. And there's also uh, yeah. one about lead magnets as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So go and check that out. Yeah. Go and check out the blog on Captivate. There's some some cool stuff there. Uh, last bit of tech one is if you've not bought that new bit of kit yet that you've had your eye on, January is definitely the best time to do that. So a lot of retailers are still doing their 
their sales and and you can grab a, a bit of a deal and stuff and um you don't want to have to wait like nearly a year until black friday and all that stuff so january is a good time to go and pick up that new microphone or that interface or something a few marketing style ones um uh, i think you mentioned this uh about building a relationship early with potential sponsors before you go into the deal stuff is to start approaching guests to have on your show uh if you speak to other creators in your niche to do episode swaps and trailer swaps and that sort of thing um now's a good time to start to start doing that so you can prep their calendar as well because they might be busy for the next couple of months so you want to get in there now the next one is to um create some new graphics for your cover art and your social media and stuff if you've had that for however many months or years and you know now's a good time to give that a refresh there's some very cool tools again we've got content on our blog that help you do that you can hop over to something like canva or have someone else do it for you if your design skills are not if that's not your forte there's things like fiverr.com any 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 sort of sort of um creative um sort of uh, short-term freelance hire those sorts of websites are very cool resource so go and do that uh, the other one is to um, record a trailer for your podcast if you've not done that yet that's a very cool way of giving people a little a little nugget of your cool content and give them uh, a little taster uh, of what to expect and you can also pin it to your top of your social media profiles as well absolutely yes and you can also pin it to the top of your captivate website uh-huh. if you so choose to have one so yeah a trailer is a really good way um of uh of uh, warming people up uh, with some cool stuff before they dive into your episodes proper um you can also um this is i'm not going to go into this one this is what you said around um content swaps and stuff like that but one thing i do want to mention is if you've not at that point yet where you want to um approach people yet about doing content swaps or the conversation is in early days and it's going to be weeks or months away before you start doing that there's nothing stopping you from self-promoting your either your back episodes your back catalog or if you run more than one podcast to cross promo your other uh, podcasts and you can do that with um uh with amy which is captivates sort of dynamic content insertion tool uh you can stack up to three um pieces of content in your pre post or your mid rolls and you can just record yourself uh, you record a, a promo for your own stuff so it could be like a, a sort of mini trailer almost that highlights some of your best performing episodes tell people to go and you know listen to those or it could be you're recording a fresh new little mini ad if you like or a trailer for another podcast that you run slot that into your 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 post roll if you like make that the default and that's a really good way of sort of getting sort of um, ears on your other stuff so cross promote or self promote uh, and make use of your your content slots throughout your episodes and then the last marketing one is to give your show notes a refresh as well nice. so um uh, obviously plug in captivate a lot here why would i not but captivate is a really really good dynamic show notes manager or show notes tool where you can set up templates and you can have dynamic pieces of content that gets inserted automatically. Things like um, if you do have a guest on your show um, with just one short code, you can insert that. And then when it goes out the door, it then populates that with all the guest information, everything. And um, yeah, it's a really good way of giving your show notes a bit of a refresh, um, a new template, etc. That guest thing is a lifesaver because there's so many times where you spend hours like looking for social social media handles you have to write out the bio make sure they're happy with the bio whereas with the guest booking they fill in all that information and like you say you just pull it in with that shit like that saves time especially like if you are an interview-based podcast no-brainer yeah it's a game changer that Mm -hmm. one i remember when we were at the podcast show london last year and people who came up to the booth were saying, oh, I spend so much time, I have to spend so much time, you know, filling out guest info and it's a pain in the ass. And I'm like, well, why don't you just use the, and this, these were Captivate users. Like, why don't you just use the guest booking system that's built into Captivate and then couple that with the show notes thing. You just use a short code and their face just, it's like caught in the headlights. It's like, oh my God, how am I just finding out about this for the first time? And then, they would get back in contact with us and tweet us or whatever and say that has saved me literally 
like you know nearly an hour's worth mm. of work having to chase down the guests like you said so um with the guest booking platform within captivate you send that person a url they then hop on and book themselves on the slot and time that's suitable um based on your availability that works for them and then like sarah said they upload their profile image their name their bio social media links all that all that stuff and then you can just pull it in in one thing so it's great so anyway give your show notes a once over give it a refresh and then the last thing which is very very quick which kind of links into that a little bit i guess is to give your podcast details a little bit of a spring clean and a bit of an audit and what i mean by that is go through all of your podcast settings everything like that and make sure you've got all the basics updated and covered mm-hmm. so that's things like making sure that the copyright year has been updated for your podcast so when you get to june this year you don't want to be in a situation where you've had six months worth of shows that have gone out with copyright 2022, that kind of thing. Making sure that your host information is all correct, making sure that your links that you're sending to people uh, for social media are all correct. So if you've made changes over the years for your podcast and you've not updated your podcast settings so every time that an episode goes out or somebody subscribes, remember that your RSS feed is your um you know is, is your source of truth for everything so all the various podcast networks and directories they will all pull that information from your feed so if your feed is not up to date with the right info they'll all be wrong so um go through that and make sure it's all up to date and and, and all good yes i mean you've just reminded me that i need to go ahead and do that <laughs> for my podcast um can i yeah. uh yeah have one more tip that's for captivate users specifically of course Uh, so obviously we're always adding new features aren't we and tools to the platform so one of the things that you can do is just uh, spend some time having a look at anything that looks new in the left hand side of the of our platform so if anything like stands out or oh i've not seen this before um because obviously like if you've been using Captivate for a while, uh, you might miss some of the stuff. That because we always, whenever we do create something new, we tell you and yeah, we we send out information <laughs> about it. But you might have missed it, so just spend some time just looking at the platform and just being like, ah, oh, I didn't realise you could do this because yeah, we're always adding new stuff, aren't we? So having a little reminder of what our tool can do absolutely yeah and that's exactly what happened a few times um at these events where we've spoken to captivate users and we've let them know of a feature and they're just oh i I was been so busy i haven't seen the update from you guys or i haven't looked at the change log or whatever it might be and we've hopped on the demo laptop and shown them and it's just been like oh my god like that's such a cool thing i can't believe i missed it so yeah that's a great point have a just have a dig around through the through the dashboard and on the platform and if you get stuck yeah. you know where to go we'll put your twitter handle out <laughs> people can get in contact directly sarah will provide <laughs> one-to-one support <laughs> we do have a really cool uh, group of support guys on a serious note yeah if you do get stuck with anything to do with captivate um, you can chat to a real person we don't have any uh any electronic people yet but just uh yes we're all humans no no robots um (laughs) but yeah like so for example it was always on my to-do list to use amy and then i finally got around to spending some time understanding it and and what have you and now i'm like why did i not do that sooner (laughs) do you you know what i mean like so yeah that's it yeah and oftentimes the best features are the ones that just knock you for six (laughs) where you think like how how did I do this before? <laughs> like, yeah, I know what you mean. So that we had that with um, this is a bit of a love letter to Captivate now, isn't it? But <laughs> we, um, me and my co-host had this with um, our episode planning feature, where we used to do a new segment, or we, we do actually do a new segment where we would cover just what's happening, and so as part of that, we'd have to research and we'd go off and you know google you know the subjects and then we'd like save a bunch of urls and all that stuff with the episode planning tool in captivate as part of that is the research links where you can add um, a chrome extension or a browser extension and when you see a website or a blog that you want to save into your show notes and talk about on the episode you just hit the little captivate icon in the extensions save it to your show and then it adds it gets added to your research link section i mean so it's like 
it's such a game changer like you know some of the other features and it saves so much time i mean that and then you think why the hell did i not do this yeah. like months ago because <laughs> how many times do you end up on like an article or you're reading something you're like ah oh, this is like great and then um when it comes to like planning it you then like oh where did i see that <laughs> yeah exactly so, yeah. yeah game changer yes indeedy Okie dokie. You didn't think of that last one, though. You're, it's gone I mean, completely. my brain I mean, is just... I hate it when that happens. Like You know when you're like talking through <laughs> stuff and then it goes to the front of your brain and then for some reason it just vanishes. But yeah, like I feel like we've given people a lot to try anyway, haven't we? I think so. And just one tiny little bit, one tiny extra bit that you just mentioned about you see something... And it's gone out of your head or you've wrote it down on a notepad and then you can't find the notepad or you've used an external tool and it's busted, whatever it might be. Very quick, quick one lastly. In Captivate, in the episode planning tool, there's a section in there which is called host notes. And that's the stuff that you log down, all the ideas and things that you need to talk about on that episode and everything. But that stuff doesn't appear in the final show notes. Mm -hmm. So that's literally just for you and your co-host or whatever to reference as you are talking through that episode. So that's another very cool one. Yeah. But uh, what can, sorry, it's just going to be like, go. oh, one more. And when you say something, <laughs> oh, one more. But in that um, research plan and host notes, um, if you do your idea summary, yeah, that you can then pull that in as a short code in your actual episode. So that's a nice little yes. time saving. So obviously with the host notes, that's just for you, like you say. But if you like just have in your mind okay i write the summary and this is the one that's I, it's going to be shown on my show notes you only have to write it in one place because then you convert it to an episode right and then you can pull and then obviously it pulls in your research links which we talked about and then the short code you can pull in that idea summary and again that's another what 10 seconds 15 seconds and all these different seconds amount don't they so indeedy yeah we should do a little workshop on some features, shouldn't we? We should do a, a YouTube series. We should. We should do, we a, should do like a yeah. a deep dive, like a each month. We just do like a reminder of like what. Yeah. yeah. I think that would be really helpful, wouldn't it? Like we just mm -hmm. like pick a, a tool. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because um, uh, normally our our co-founder Mark, he normally does. Um, like an introduction video when we launch a big new feature and he'll go through and demo and that sort of thing. But then over weeks and months as we release new features, those features kind of link together in some ways and we update things and stuff. So yeah, I think we should do that. A monthly little workshop and deep dive into one of these cool you know features. What? It sounds like we've just signed yeah. ourselves up for something there, Gary. <laughs> it does. Yeah. <laughs> More work. More work, hey. It's all good. Okay. I think we're done there. One for, more. No. We, <laughs> we were meant to talk for half an hour. I put half an hour in the calendar and it's nearly an hour. So doesn't it go by when it's interesting and fun? No, you've got, yeah. No, that's literally my alarm to say, if you go over, you've got this thing to do. Right. Okay. Let's wrap it there. So thank you so much, dude, for hopping on and uh, taking time out of your day. I think we've you've absolutely nailed it with some very, very cool tips there Same for to people you. to get rocking thank you on your on their podcast so uh yeah thank you very much enjoy the rest of your day and i'm sure you'll be back on to captivate insider again very soon so yeah thanks dude it's been cool thank you for having me thank you very much sarah for taking the time out of your day to come and chat to me about all things implementing ideas and things to try out and using your podcast as a, as a bit of a test bed especially in January, to set yourself up for the year and get some stuff tried and tested. So at least you know, you can check that off the list, like, yep, I tried that, or that didn't work, or that actually was a really good success, and we're going to keep that rolling. So um, Sarah's a big uh, proponent of that stuff as well. On her own podcasts, the SEO Mindset, etc., she, um, she's a big fan of, of trying new stuff. So hopefully you've taken some cool... Um, tips and advice away from that and it was very cool to chat to sarah she's very cool she's a bit of a regular now on captivate insider so you'll you'll hear a lot more from her throughout the year as well so once again sarah thank you very much that was very very cool and let's wrap there shall we for episode 32 
thank you very much for listening to episode 32 it's been very cool to have you listening and uh, and hopefully you've taken some cool some cool tips and advice away uh, so you can start to upgrade and grow your podcast and talking of growing your podcast if you don't already host your show with captivate you can do that with a free trial just head over to captivate.fm forward slash sign up and you can uh, you can sign up for seven days completely free and you can try out all of the features at captivate we have some great stuff over there that will help you to grow and uh, lead on to monetization and all that stuff we have everything covered and we don't lock anything away behind any weird paywall or anything like that within the trial everything is open to you so uh, head over to captivate.fm and uh, and kick your uh, kick the tires and see what you think and if you host your podcast elsewhere with another host that's all cool but if you're uh, if you're thinking about moving hosts you just want a bit of a change and maybe that's one of your things that you want to look at for 2023 the things that we were talking about that one thing that you wanted to try uh, which is a new host then you can bring your podcast over to captivate it's really quick and easy to do uh, we have a very slick import process and once again within that trial once you've brought your podcast over you can try everything every feature for the complete seven days it's all good until next week then for episode 33 keep podcasting keep smashing through your goals keep checking that stuff and uh, take care of yourselves and happy podcasting